God is not a God of disorder or confusion, but is the God of peace. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning stars rise in your hearts. You are tuning into the Tribe of Christians podcast with host Brandon Dawson, the chief sinner, bringing you a peace of mind, clarity, insight, and perspective to the world you live in by the word of God, featuring the latest updates on end time prophecy news. Don't, Don't forget, forget to subscribe to the, to the Tribe, Tribe of Christians, Christians broadcast, either on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Facebook, or YouTube at tribeofchristians.com. Without further ado, here is your host and teacher, The Chief Sinner. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians podcast. I'm your host and teacher, Brandon Dawson. I have got a very urgent prophetic update concerning the U.S. elections and why God has allowed for fraud and deception to take place. I'm going to reveal incredible prophetic parallels connecting the U.S. to ancient Israel during the times of Ahab and Jezebel and future events concerning the end times. So I bet you guys woke up November 4th and were just like me. You saw the results and you said, what in the heck is going on here? There's a ton of questions out there because everybody, and I mean everyone, prophesied that Trump would be reelected. And now it looks like that that plan is not happening, or at least it's not happening to the way they thought it would happen. So what in the world is going on? Now, what I want to do is offer to you guys a much more deeper answer, much more deeper look than just the obvious conclusion, because there's a lot more going on here, a lot more going on way besides election fraud. And I guarantee you guys that there is nobody else out there that's able to explain what's going on on a prophetic perspective. But thankfully, the Lord has granted me not only the insight into this, but thankfully, I have five years worth of prophetic words dealing with what is happening right now? What's exactly what is happening with our elections? Now, before I get into this word, I want to start by encouraging you guys not to be afraid, not to be anxious, not to worry, not to freak out. Don't have any doubt because God has a plan through all of this, and He is absolutely right there in the midst of, right in the middle of this. Now, the Bible tells us that God is not the author of confusion, but He is the God of order and control. He is in control. As Romans 8.28 tells us, that these things are for your benefit, for the benefit of God's people, for his kingdom. So I've got an incredible revelation that I believe will bring understanding. It's going to bring peace. It'll bring encouragement, and it will encourage your faith and your trust in the Lord when you figure out what's going on here. So as you guys are all probably aware, there is a massive level of election fraud. Yes. Election fraud, I said it, happening right now with the mail-in ballots, with the continuation of these polling places to receive further ballots and continue to add them to the count well after the polls have closed on the 3rd. And with the horrific way 
the news has handled the live elections results and how they have treated the president. So thankfully, uh, there are actually a lot of people out there who do recognize things for what it is. And they know what's going on, at least on a surface level, and they're not afraid to speak the truth. Unfortunately, there are others out there and other pastors and leaders who won't acknowledge the election fraud. Very sad, but I guarantee you guys that I'm going to tell you the truth. And I'm going to reveal, reveal all the truth and everything what's happening exactly as it's happening. I'm going to explain to you guys why it is happening. I'm also going to give you a prophetic insight into what the Lord has already shown me and how this is possibly tied into significant end-time prophetic events in the future. The election system has indeed been frauded, and the Democrats are indeed working right now to ensure that Biden and Harris are elected regardless of what the American people have chosen. There's no question about it. We knew that this would happen. It's been projected to happen for months now since all of this began with coronavirus. The Trump campaign has filed multiple lawsuits on Wednesday, including Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, and they're claiming that legal poll observers representing the GOP were extremely limited and prevented from observing multiple polling sites. In addition... Even windows outside the TCF Center right there in Detroit, Michigan, was completely covered up, sparking widespread criticism as chaos broke out while ballots were being counted. Now, the Trump campaign also filed lawsuits in Nevada for violations and fraud for ballots of dead residents being counted. Witnesses also observed Democrats accepting mail-in ballots long after the 7 p.m. deadline when the polls were closed and included them into the count with the other ballots. Now there's a ton of video footage out there, lots of video, lots of pictures of proof of fraud. We've got evidence of poll workers literally filling in ballots. We've got legal affidavits and eyewitnesses who have witnessed all this stuff and have witnessed a ton of other illegitimate ballots being included into the count. And in addition to all of that, there were massive computer glitches that significantly impacted the outcome of several, many, many counties in Michigan, Georgia, and Pennsylvania affecting votes for President Trump. So there is no question that fraud has indeed occurred. None whatsoever. And although the media has claimed Biden the winner, no states have officially sent off a single sealed decision on their votes. And it looks like that everything, all of this is going on, uh, everything going on with the election is going to face weeks of litigation. It will most likely end up in the Supreme Court. So it is not over yet. Absolutely no way is it over yet. Now, real quickly, I'm going to explain what the issue and what the problem is with the mail-in ballots and why this creates such a huge, huge issue with fraud. Now, the problem with the mail-in ballots is that they are prepaid postage envelopes. And there's millions of these prepaid postage ballot envelopes out there. And so what the post office, what they usually do is they do a date stamp. A date and time stamp goes over the postage once they receive the package or the envelope and they process it for shipping. However, because these ballots and these envelopes are prepaid postages, they don't get stamped. So there's no date, there's no time, and therefore there's no proof to prove that these envelopes were sent out 
before the either on or before the day of the election. There's just no proof whatsoever. Opens the door for massive fraud because before 1845, states were allowed to actually hold elections anytime that they please within a 34-day period before the first Wednesday in December. Now, the problem with that was that knowing the early voting results in the northeastern parts of the states could affect turnout and sway opinions in the western part of the states that held late elections. And those same last-minute voters could potentially decide the outcome of the entire election. So what Congress did was they created the current election day to fix that and make the election fair. So essentially what happened and what's occurring is that these Democrats essentially, while they were observing the election, and if they saw results not going the way that they wanted to, simply all they had to do was dump in these ballots Dump in more ballots, these melon ballots, and add them to the count because there's no proof. They can't prove when these, what date these ballots came from. All they have to do is just add them to the count and then to get the desired numbers that they need. And all they have to do is pull names from databases or rather their real names or fake names or are these people are alive or dead. It doesn't matter. All they have to do is pull these names, add them to the ballots, and there they go. They have the numbers. So what happened was, on November 3rd, on the election night, as of about 11 or 12 p.m., Donald Trump had a significant lead over Biden. He was leading by several hundred thousand and one million votes in several states, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin. He was leading in all of them massively. And so what happened was, the media would refuse to call the win for the president. They just flat out would not call the win for the president in any of these states. And then they prematurely call that wins for Biden in places like Nevada or Arizona, creating the illusion of a Biden success, a Biden, Biden momentum. And then this was influencing the vote where the polls had not closed yet. And even in Texas, where Trump was clearly winning in the even at 95% complete count. They refused to call the state for the president. So, and then what happened was about, I think about one or so in the morning or even 11 o'clock, they stopped counting the ballots. And then all of a sudden, about four or five in the morning, they came in and dumped a massive amount, a massive millions and millions and hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots into these places where Biden was losing by thousands and millions of votes. They dumped in all these mysterious ballots that just showed up out of nowhere to influence the outcome to where Biden would win. And that's exactly what happened. So now let's get into the prophetic and spiritual aspect. Now, why in the world would God allow this to happen? Why would he allow it to happen? Especially if many of them had prophesied that Trump was God's choice and indeed his pick to be reelected for a second term. Ecclesiastes 1.9 tells us that what has happened will happen again. What has been done will be done again, that there is absolutely nothing new under the sun. So there are parallels of prophetic patterns that occur over and over in the Bible, meaning that what is happening in our election has a lot of similarities and connections to events that have already occurred and they're found in the Bible. There are two places specifically that I'm going to talk about. 
Now, if you understand these two parallels, these two patterns that are in the Bible already, then you'll understand what is happening right now, what's taking place, and what's going to happen. So if you guys will turn to 1 Kings chapter 22, this is where the Lord carries out his judgment against King Ahab. King Ahab was one of the most evil kings that Israel has ever had. And this was during a time of Baal worship and child sacrifice. Now, the United States has been dealing with the same exact issues of child sacrifice, demonic idols of Malak and Baal, with abortion ever since the events of Roe v. Wade and last year's passing of late-term abortion in New York and in Virginia. Now, Jonathan Kahn, who is the author of the Harbinger books, spoke an incredible prophetic word for the nation concerning abortion right there in the events of the return in Washington, D.C. He also reveals the connection, the parallels between the events of abortion here in the United States to the times of Israel under Ahab and Jezebel. And that's what we're going to talk about. First Kings 22, the Bible tells us that there was peace in Israel for three years. There was no war. Now, this is a foreshadow of the tribulation period where there is a false peace for three and a half years until the treaty is broken. And so the Bible makes a point of mentioning this right there in verse one. Now, this is also a warning to us that just because there is peace doesn't mean that something isn't wrong. Just because everything looks good on the surface doesn't mean that there are cracks in our foundation below. Just because everybody is telling you that Biden has won doesn't mean that Biden is indeed God's chosen pick. And so Jehoshaphat is enticed to go to war against Ammon, who is occupying Gilead. Now, Gilead is a section of land in Israel. It's located just northeast of Jerusalem in the territories belonging to Manasseh and Ephraim. Now, those of you guys who did watch Jonathan Khan's message on the return, he talks about the significance in the sign of Gilead. He even talks about it more elaborately in his books, in the Harbinger books. And so all of the healing remedies and medicines in biblical times came from Gilead. Gilead is also the name of the uh, leading research company for the coronavirus vaccine. So this is, that's a significant connection, uh, a, what Jonathan, call, Jonathan Kahn called a harbinger that connects us to ancient Israel. So Jehoshaphat was over Judah, and Ahab was over Israel, and so Jehoshaphat requires, he inquires Ahab for help to go to war against Ammon to reclaim that territory. And so what happens is that the Lord uses this situation to entice Ahab into war to carry out judgment against him. And so he entices Ahab by sending Satan to speak false prophecies through his prophets. In other words, God has certain tasks anointed and set aside for certain people. And when you take it upon yourself to do that task that God has already given to somebody else, you lose that favor, you lose that anointing, and then it's given to somebody else. And right now we have Biden who has stolen this election. He's taken up the task to lead the nation that was already appointed for President Trump. And as biblical history reveals to us, bad things happen to folks that do that. Terrible things. And so this is literally the very definition and meaning of what it means to wait upon the Lord. And this is so relevant right now, including the waiting period that we are in concerning the election results. 
Now, right after I published the prophetic work concerning, concerning judgment coming to the nation last year in 2019, before all of this even happened, before coronavirus, the Lord gave me another significant prophetic word in relation to that, and it's called the kingdom is passing from Saul to David. I've talked about it in multiple podcasts and in multiple videos. It's published on our website. And in that word, when that word was published, March of 2019, it details war and battle arising. It foretells of a massive transition and anointing taking place because folks have not only sold their birthright, they have forfeited their anointings as well. It details a massive transition taking place affecting the church during the pandemic. So here in 1 Kings 22, verses 19 through 23, Jehoshaphat decides to inquire the truth and he seeks out the true prophet Micaiah concerning the outcome of the war and he reveals, So now the Lord has put a deceiving spirit in the mouths of all of these prophets of yours. The Lord has decreed disaster for you. So the Lord uses Satan as an agent of deception to entice King Ahab and Jehoshaphat into war so that God would carry out judgment against Ahab as he proclaimed through the prophet Elijah. And so how is this relevant to our times and what's occurring in our election? Now turn with me to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 is the other parallel, and this is concerning the future and in the present times, where Paul warns us concerning the rise of lawlessness and the lawless one. Now, I'm not showing you this. i got to be very clear. I'm not telling you this to say that the Antichrist is about to rise to the platform or that the beast or the tribulation period is about to begin. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying, what I'm showing you guys, is how God works, how he uses patterns and parallels in the Bible to connect them to current events. And so I don't believe that this is the end of the United States. I don't believe this is the end yet. And this most certainly, although it is a form of it, it is a form of lawlessness, and I believe that in part, yes, this does lay the groundwork for it, but I don't believe this is it. This isn't the end of the United States, and this is not the rise of the Antichrist. This is something else. So I'm going to show you guys that. Now, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9-12, listen to what Paul says. He says that the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders to serve the lie in all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing. And yes, folks, we are perishing right now because of coronavirus. We're perishing because of famine and the sword and civil unrest. And so he says they perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie. We're dealing with the media here now, folks. And so this will be, so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth, but have delighted in wickedness. Now, just as we read, we've already seen this play out before in 1 Kings 22. God uses Satan as an agent of carrying out judgment, specifically with kings and nations, and he allows Satan to deceive and manipulate. Even King David was enticed by Satan, which resulted in plague over Israel that killed 70,000 people. Look right there in 2 Samuel chapter 24. It's the very first verse. 
2 Samuel 24, right there in verse 1. Again, the anger of the Lord burned against Israel. Not David, Israel. And so he enticed David against him, saying, Go and take up a census of Israel and Judah. Now look also in 1 Chronicles 21 in the same account, right there in verse 1. An adversary opposed Israel. Not David, Israel. Inciting David's account, how many warriors Israel had. Now, we have seen this for four years. We have seen the enemy use the media as a major outlet to deceive our nation. It's right there, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, so that people would believe the lie. Our leaders have deceived us. They have lied and manipulated us. And what's happening now is that God is allowing Satan to deceive the nation, to deceive the Democratic Party and its nominees, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, through massive fraud and corruption in our election. There's no question as to what is happening right now. The question is, is why is it happening? Why has God allowed this to happen? And yes, this goes back to 2019, the passing of late-term abortion in New York and New York City. This deals with the LGBT agendas. This deals with the idolatry of liberalism, the worship of government. As Jonathan Kahn warned in his message of the return in 2018, the Lord gave us a word also concerning late-term abortion. March 5th, 2019, you guys can look it up. After they passed late-term abortion on January 22nd, on the anniversary of Roe v. Wade, the Lord gave us a very strong rebuke against New York City, against the nation, and against the church and all those people who participated in that. And what the Lord God said, he said that he would carry out judgment within one year. One year of those events. And one year later, since this year, since March 2020, coronavirus happened, sending off a series of judgments over our nation. We saw a severe plague of disease through coronavirus. Then it resulted in economic hardship. It severely impacted our finances and the job market. Then that led to severe civil unrest, destroying cities all across the nation. And if that wasn't enough, we also experienced the plague of fire. Fire has completely consumed the entire west coast of this nation, from Washington State all the way down to Southern California. And yet, despite everything, despite it all, America has not repented. They have not turned away from it. And so what God has done is that he has enticed he has allowed Satan to entice the Democratic Party through corruption, through fraud of the election, through deception. He's enticed them through Satan so that God will carry out the final act of series of judgments against this nation. And not just the nation, but specifically, I believe, New York City and Washington, D.C. So just how David was enticed to sin that resulted in plague, just as Ahab was enticed to go to war, the nation has been enticed to fraud the election, a massive sin to steal the seat that was given to Trump so that God would go ahead and carry out the judgment against the left, against the corrupt Democratic Party who has completely been hijacked by evil socialists, by Marxists, who have been hijacked by anarchists and Satanists. September 16th, I published a word on all of our formats, on all of our podcast platforms, 
Then on September 16th, I heard the words spoken, the veil is broken, and I heard it said to me three times. Now this phrase is not a reference to the veil that was torn during the crucifixion of Jesus, but this veil being broken, not torn, but broken is a reference to first, it resembles a veil that was hiding the corruption and the lawlessness over the nation. As Paul talks about in 2 Thessalonians, and with it being broken, all this corruption is now open for everybody to see. It is being exposed. And secondly, the veil being broken is in reference to the agent that was holding back the judgments against these people in the nation. The one thing that stood in the way, holding everything back, holding judgment, is now broken because of this fraud that's taken place. And so now, people are literally about to destroy themselves. They have absolutely no idea what they've done, honestly. So on September 26th, I also had a visitation around 3 in the morning. And in this visitation, I also saw a black wolf. It appeared to me with red glowing eyes, and it began to speak to me. And it was speaking in this foreign language that I honestly I had no idea what it was. And it kept speaking the same phrase over and over. And I was terrified. I couldn't move. I couldn't breathe. I was in fear of my life. So I immediately began to pray to the Lord and ask him for help to send his angels to protect me. And as I prayed, angels appeared before me and they rebuked this wolf. And after they rebuked it, I asked them, so what, what did it say? And they told me, prepare the way. Lilith the destroyer is coming. Prepare the way, Lilith the Destroyer is coming. And then I woke up. So when I researched this, I discovered that there is only one place in the entire Bible that actually mentions the name Lilith. And it's found in Isaiah chapter 34, specifically in verse 14. Isaiah 34 deals with the judgments against the nation during the tribulation period. So if you guys go and you read this, there are several different translations of verse 14. Now, some of them call, for the name that's used for Lilith, they use a word that's called night creatures. They also use other translations, call it owls or birds. Uh, some translations call it demons. And the ISV version does, in fact, actually mention Lilith. But essentially, Lilith is basically a demonic being. And now there's also only one other specific place mentioned throughout the entire Bible that specifically names a destroyer, and it's found in Revelation chapter 9. Revelation chapter 9 deals with a series of judgments in the end times against the nations. And this is where the five trumpets are being sounded. And a fallen angel is given the keys to unlock the abyss where these hordes of locusts who are demons are being sent out to torment the entire earth. Now, in verse 11, it names the angel of the abyss. And in, this, in, the, in the Greek, his name is actually Apollyon, which means destroyer. The Hebrew name is Abaddon, but the Greek form means destroyer. Now, I'm not saying that we're about to enter the tribulation period again. And I'm not saying that the angel of the abyss is about to be released and I'm not saying that the United States is about to be completely destroyed. But what I do believe about to happen is that the Lord is going to use another nation to attack the U.S. And I believe that it will be on the northeast coast, specifically New York City, 
in Washington, D.C. And what the Lord has done is he's allowed, he's spoken through these different parallels and patterns in the Bible to reveal what's going to happen. So I believe that the act, the act of deception was the agent. The act of fraud of this election was the agent, the boiling point, the tipping point that condemned these Democrats, that the current, that the condemned these people who have voted for the Democratic leaders. And so what the Lord is going about to do is now send judgment against these people. And because March 5th, 2019, the Lord gave us a very strong word concerning New York's passing of late-term abortion, as I mentioned before. Now, in that word, the Lord specifically said that he would carry out judgment, not only across the nation, but specifically, again, New York City. Now, I had shared a vision that I had concerning New York City where I saw the city under destruction. It looked like it had been bombed and there were fires everywhere, massively all over the city. And then a massive tidal wave came and made its way towards the Statue of Liberty in Manhattan. Now, I also did a prophetic word concerning the Jewish New Year just recently, August, concerning 5781, the year of Shin. Now, Shin is the 21st Hebrew alphabet letter. It has a numerical value of 300. That is very significant. Now, it also resembles teeth. 21 is the number that deals with rebellion, wickedness, and sin. We told you guys that this year would not only be a continuation of last year, but it would see lawlessness and rebellion like never before. And it looks like that these things are indeed coming to pass. So we're definitely indeed not in the Hebrew year of Aleph, which is the first Hebrew letter, but we're in the Hebrew year of Shin. I also prophesied an update vision of my wife that she had concerning New York City. Now, my dad is a pilot in the Coast Guard Auxiliary. And so in this vision that my wife had, she said that my dad was on the phone with her and he was flying for the Coast Guard Auxiliary in a search and rescue mission for New York City. And he told her that he saw the city completely covered in water. And he told her that the only thing that was visible from the Statue of Liberty was the tip of her torch. So what I did was I actually went and I looked it up and the total distance from the ground to the torch of the Statue of Liberty is actually 305 feet 6 inches. Now that would make the water approximately 300 feet covering the city. As I mentioned before, 300 is the numerical value of Shin. That's very significant. Now this isn't a coincidence. It's not a conspiracy. What all this is telling me is that the Lord is about to carry out judgment against these people. Now, to be honest, I don't know who's going to win this election. I know that Trump is God's choice. I know that many have prophesied that Trump will be reelected despite everything that's happening. But we don't know. Rather fraudulently or rightfully, I don't know if God will overturn a fraudulent election. I don't know. But if Biden wins, I can tell you that it's for the purpose of protecting the president. Because it's not just going to be New York City, it's, it, it's also going to be Washington, D.C. 
And I believe it'll be an underwater nuclear weapon of some sort, and it's aimed to take out DC and New York City. So that would be for the purpose of protecting the president. But if Trump is placed in office, I believe the damage, like I said, I don't believe it. It doesn't matter who, it doesn't matter if it's Biden, and it doesn't matter if Trump, it doesn't matter. But if Trump somehow is remained in office, it will be for the purpose of leading the nation in the aftermath of what's happened. Now, if you guys will also remember Pastor Dana Coverstone's dream that he had concerning the elections in November, he said he saw Russian, Chinese, and UN troops on American soil. So as I mentioned before, these things are not to alarm you guys or not to cause you to panic or to be afraid. They're not to cause you to lose faith. Now I'm telling you these things to reveal why these things are happening the way they are. In fact, so that you will know that God is behind everything that's taken place. God is fully in control. All these things that have happened are not by just some accident or just by the enemy. So when they do happen, you will know indeed that it was God and it was justice that was served. And I believe that peace will follow this. Unity will come. I believe revival will happen. Repentance will occur because of all these things and the nation will be healed. The gospel will be preached. People will listen and they'll once again turn to the Lord. Heavenly Father God, we thank you so much for who you are. We thank you for your son Jesus who died on the cross for our sins. Lord God, we pray and we ask for your hand over this nation and over the president right now of the United States, Lord. It is our prayer and our desire to see him continue on into the anointing and the calling that you placed on his life, to see him to fulfill and to complete his second term, all the things you have called him to do. Lord, we pray that you would rebuke the enemy's attack to steal the election. And Heavenly Father God, we pray for justice would prevail in this situation. And Lord, regardless, either way, whichever person ends up in that nation, we trust you. We trust in your purposes behind it. And we pray and we believe for a great harvest, Lord, that you will lead your people back to you. And that your people, your church, will have faith, they'll have patience, and will trust you. Lord God, we thank you for everything you have done and everything that you are doing. In Jesus' name that I pray, amen. Now you can find more great teachings just like this one on our website and also on our social media sites and our YouTube. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to help us continue to spread the gospel message. This concludes this podcast episode. I am the Chief Center with the Tribal Christians, and may God bless you and continue to be with you always.